0: All right, go. All right, Why go. every time that you press the button, one of our kids yells something every They'll time? Since just want to get started. They're like, Did I want to go? Hold on, wait, what? Because we, nope. we always try to weigh,
1: ignore them, soldier on.
0: Well, we always try to weigh whatever kids' scream it is upstairs that we hear. Like, because well, they don't need that, anything, yeah, they're all totally fine. Like, like right is that now. one a scream of pain or is this like yeah, absolutely just not fussing no. and they're no and so but box. right after you started it i heard somebody yell and i was like oh yeah i guess we're good i heard it again <sighs> so i guess we're okay anyway we doing i'm um, getting back with our study here in john I we haven't had one this week so i do apologize Well, we started
1: day. off as weekly bible studies but then we tried to do daily, which worked really great. But now we're doing daily podcasts. So maybe we should go back to weekly Bible studies. Like,
0: No, I think once we get out of John, I think um, I think I want it. Like I said, I wanted to do John a little bit different when I originally started it. So now that we're wrapping it up, I think people, I think we're just eager to get on to another book. And then I'll have to come and revisit John again when we can do it all together and we don't have to break it up like we've had to because john's taken us like it feels like months yeah. but i know it hasn't been that long yeah, <laughs> i know it has. It, but it feels like it has been um before we start though again i wanted both of us wanted to say a just thank you to all of our listeners and our the home church family and how much every single one of you has stepped up and you just have been a great example of true faith and just you guys have taken care of us and you guys have supported us in the ministry and we can't thank you enough for everything all the way down from uh, a kind word to...
1: Praying for us. Praying donations. for
0: us. Donations. Sending us dinner when you know Sending we're not dinner. doing well. Yes, which, oh my goodness. I was just thinking of that. Great blessings. Yeah, as a matter of fact. Sharing
1: praise reports. Praise that's reports. That's going on in your life. La- mean, oh my gosh, People you guys. Telling
0: These messages, oh my goodness, they're amazing. Honestly, don't.
1: Don't stop. Don't, <laughs>
0: please don't stop and know that I think the greatest thing that we can get is just messages of The way that the lord has spoken to you through us just uh giving us the opportunity to see him work you know it's kind of a selfish pleasure that i get out of it because it's so it's being able to see you know things that he's doing in people's lives so it's so
1: cool to watch god i i definitely
0: love the messages and i get we we both definitely get a lot out of them yep so and then but tonight yes one of you um had dinner sent to us and ready for it and that is like i was i was telling hi i was like that is one of the coolest that was one of the neatest things ever that somebody can do you know they're just they're thinking about you they're thinking about your family and and what you're doing and for dinner i'm like that that's awesome yeah and that's and that's just one of the many things that you all have done, and we just cannot thank you guys enough. Amen. Um, and we can't. Um, we definitely are are all of you are in our prayers, and we just thank you so much. So before we start, go ahead and take a minute to pray.
1: And then, of course, if there's. Anything at all that we can do for you guys, any questions that we can answer, counsel we can give, prayers that we can pray for you, provisions that you need, whatever it might possibly be, please do not hesitate. Reach out. Let us know. You can go to APHomeChurch.com and literally find like everything that there is to know about our lives and how to <laughs> contact us and literally anything. It is all on there. There's even a cool little chat box on there. So if you've, you're have you doing a Bible study, you got a question, you got something that's going on in your life or something that you just need to seek some counsel on um message it to us and we'd love to brandon literally that is what he does
0: yeah no i mean this is what this is what we are blessed by god to do he has truly been able to allow us to live this life of faith to be able to serve his his people Mm -hmm. and allow us to be able to do this and he's, he's done this through all of you, too, again. I Absolutely. Mean, all of the listeners and all of our family that have just been so supportive and literally, not just yeah. figuratively like. supportive. Um, I know it's kind of a cliche thing to say, but, I mean, we really couldn't do what we do every single day if it wasn't for you. And the Lord has definitely used all of you definitely to bless us. Absolutely. And even though it's small and we intend to keep it that way and i understand that it'll always be that way because i will never compromise any way that i teach or anything that i say because it's always biblical biblical truth no matter who it upsets or or sets off it's it's not my truth it's his mm-hmm. and we just point it out so anyway Again, I couldn't help myself but throwing that in there before we started again to thank you. But we are in John chapter 20. One more chapter left after this one. But this is is a resurrection chapter. Pretty self-explanatory in getting into it. Uh, So we'll just jump into it and then go from there. So verse 1. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark... Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved.
1: John. John.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, like, he's humble, but he's not so humble. (laughs) She said, they've taken the Lord's body out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. There's a funny meme. For this right here. Oh my right gosh, here.
1: it is so funny. Like, I that love Did It's Kermit the Frog. Looking. Yeah.
0: Sitting there writing, and it says, Got Peter writing. Uh, he says, John, why are you running so fast? It's not a race. No <laughs> one will ever know you won. And then it's got John. Then it's got the picture of Kermit the Frog with the pen in his hand, and he's got that, <laughs> that serious. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. It's really funny. I don't know if we can link. I don't know. Can you link a picture on the.
1: I don't know maybe we'll put it on. There. <laughs> we'll figure that out we'll figure that out but maybe. it's really funny it is really really funny biblical humor
0: we'll have to put it on there anyway <laughs>
1: everybody's like what are they talking? what are about? they talking about it's funny you guys It well, it's funny us. it
0: was because john was younger than peter and he ran quicker than peter to the tomb he outran him obviously peter being older john being younger
1: and he john adds that little and tidbit john adds in that here little,
0: and then John outlived all the other apostles. Yeah. He was he was the one he was the last to die, so that's why it's funny in there that you know telling this story. Mm-hmm. I had said that. So anyway, verse three. Yeah. Peter and the other disciple started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first.
1: And that's what's funny about that is yep. because in context, that's kind of like a silly. Like, why is that necessary? You know what I mean? Just like a weird little detail that you're like, okay. So that's what made the meme so funny when it's like, why are you running so fast? It's not like anybody's even going to know that you beat me. And then he's writing it here in the book like, ha, ha, ha. But
0: Yeah, it is funny. Well, that's another important detail too for the fact of how long we were talking about afterwards that we're looking at for John's death. Yeah. Being the fact that. You know, the apostles, most of them were a little bit older, obviously, at this point. And so John... Well, that's
1: another point to remember, though, that remember, when Jesus was born and all of those babies were killed, remember, right? We know the story of when Jesus Mm -hmm. and then the angel came, and so that's why Joseph left. That means that Jesus was the only male his age of all the Jewish babies, because it was the the baby Jews of all of... The Jewish territory there Mm -hmm. of all of the areas of Israel, it wasn't just in Bethlehem, it was all of them. And I don't think we truly grasp how big that event was.
0: Yeah, I think the closest one because I think that was over the tribe that was a reign of Herod. I think, yeah, well, obviously, I know that was a reign of Herod, but I'm um, that he did that, that he had that mandate, I think was. I, I don't know. There was... The the age gap would have been in like 10 years or something, I think. From well, I don't think the, it was...
1: Well, because it wasn't quite 10. In some it was, of them. In, in some of them, yeah. Because if you look at it, that's how John the Baptist being just those handful of months older he would have just missed that window that 2-year-old Yeah, cuz Baptist cutoff. is yeah, John the yeah. Baptist that's so, the
0: interesting thing about that is John the Baptist missed it by like
1: Literally, like literally perfect, a month perfect perfect cuz perfect, God months. is so concise in his ways. So knowing that within that 2-year gap there were no other boy I mean he grew up in Egypt for a large part of this so he was gone anyways, but all of the boys, uh, 12,000 from every tribe in israel his age that two-year window were all murdered and so when he goes i mean it's i mean we think you know when you're adults you have friends that are five years older than you five years younger. you know what i mean like it isn't that big of a deal but to know that none of them were his age because there were no other Mm -hmm. boys there his age they had all been killed um but that's, I think, that's interesting, you know, to kind of look at the difference between obviously older and younger, and you know, kind of just that mix there with his disciples. Yeah, but I've
0: never, I've never actually taken that part into consideration, but that's I think a it's good an, point. Interesting, an uh, interesting point. It's an interesting point.
1: interest. Yeah, I think that's kind of an. But it was the same thing. Like you look at Moses. Moses was the same way because all of the baby boys of his generation Mm -hmm. they were all killed so he was the only israel boy you know of that age and then you see the same thing here again yeah i mean
0: he would have had a pretty good you know like a like a brother or sister you know you would have had a good age gap in between there
1: but you don't think about the fact that of all of the people that followed him the odds of wanting one of them having a brother that was killed in those mandates i mean most likely all of them were affected by it in some way because it was such a huge i think we get the idea that it was like in bethlehem where it happened but it isn't it it was the whole territory it was the whole Mm. israel all the tribes and so the fact that jesus was there still alive but yet nobody else had a brother of that generation he was the only one
0: yeah that's pretty interesting it's
1: a fascinating study anyways
0: all right, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and go read verse three again. Go back a couple and just re-go into it because otherwise it's just confusing. So Peter and the other disciple started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He stooped in and looked and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside. He noticed the linen wrappings lying there while the cloth that covered Jesus' head was folded and lying apart from the other wrappings. Okay, so the whole folded his head cloth, that was indication that obviously it was Jesus that did it, himself that did it, and that it wasn't anybody obviously that that robbed his yeah. <laughs> his tomb or his grave or anything um, with his... Obviously, that's what the whole linen wrappings being folded up kind of represents. Yeah. Verse 8. Then the disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For until then, they still hadn't understood the scriptures that said, Jesus must rise from the dead. Then they went home. They still didn't understand how this worked. And even after this, we can still see that they still didn't get it. Verse 11. Mary was standing outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she stooped and looked in. She saw two white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been laying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angels asked her. Because they have taken away my Lord, she replied, and I don't know where they have put him. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. "'Dear woman, why are you crying?' Jesus asked her. "'Who are you looking for?' She thought he was the gardener. "'Sir,' she said, "'if you have taken him away, please tell me where where you have put him, "'and I will go and get him.'" "'Mary,' Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, "Rabbi," which means Hebrew for teacher.'" don't cling to me jesus said for i haven't yet ascended to the father but go find my brothers and tell them i am ascending to my father and to your father to my god and your god mary magdalene found the disciples and told them i have seen the lord then she gave them his message okay that um she didn't recognize him some people think that it was you know, obviously Jesus could have put some sort of temporary veil or something over himself. I think he probably was just like, I think he honestly was just covered with maybe a, you know, maybe just like a shawl or something. that, And she was freaking out that, you know, her teacher, a person that she loved and been close with for these these few but very, very intense years... Here, I think she just wasn't. And then you don't think of obviously when you see somebody die and you put them in the grave, you don't really think about seeing that person. No, like you saw like that person. You saw that die, person die and, and got put in the grave, regardless of what you saw with the body, with the the cloth. It's a there lot then, to
1: process. It's
0: a lot to process. So I don't think she wasn't right, like really necessarily. like if I go to somebody's, somebody's
1: funeral. And then a few days later, they come walking up and knock on my front door. I'm going to have a heart attack. What? <laughs> right. You know what, what I mean? Like, be like this you're be like, Wait, what? Th- That's whatever. a lot. So I,
0: you don't even think. But I that. feel like
1: it's so easy to look at so often, especially with like the disciples in Christ. And you're like, gosh, you guys, how do you not get it? It's Jesus. And it's like, really? Because you'd do so much better. She wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: I mean, it is. We, we get spoiled because we have the whole story. And we look at them, and we look down on them, going, God, how come you didn't see this? Exactly. How did you not see this?" And it's like, "Well, let's let's really take a look at it and look what it says in the text." We're like, "She's she just lost her, you know, she's thinking deep here, and she's not thinking about him coming back and asking her questions." She says she thought he was the gardener. She's like, "Where yeah. have you? He's, he's not in there. Where'd off he go?" It's the gardener. You yeah, know what I mean? you like, know. So, you know, I think maybe he was clothed, you know, cloaked or something. I don't know. Uh, but that's why he stopped. And then the whole, he hasn't, resur- or he hasn't ascended yet. Um, that means taking his full ascension to sit on the throne of the right hand of the Father. That's what that means. And then she gave him the message of what he had to say. So verse 19. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of Jewish leaders.
1: I love that. Afraid of the Jewish leaders. Jewish leaders, leaders yeah. yeah.
0: Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and at his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. And he said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. But if you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. I want to go backtrack. And I just was thinking of a point when I was reading this about Jesus that I wanted to kind of bring up when he was talking about... um, I I keep going backwards in this one. I don't mean to confuse everybody. But he tells her in verse 17 when he says, don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father, but go find my brothers and tell them I am ascending to the Father, and your Father to my God and to your God. So basically, what he's saying there too, is he's going back into his full kingship and his full position back in heaven, which is at the right hand of the Father, which is uh, inequality with the Father, but also um, in subjection to the Father, because he is in his and his father's kingdom. But it's important to note that Jesus died, resurrected, and was came back to earth as a man before he was re so to speak That's a very very horrible term I'm sorry for using it But before he went and took back His original position on that throne From being um, It's interesting that he has this In between period here Before he goes up To the ascension with the father Now there's a lot of necessity for that
1: but it's an interesting. But it's an
0: interesting little space space in between here, and I really apply that to the future here in the in the future resurrection where we have the literal and we just filmed a and this could be part of why I'm doing this now. But we it's just funny filmed considering a, we
1: just a that we, um
0: uh, podcast that we'll be putting out, but. And that's probably where my head is with all of this. It's probably starting this. But now that I read this, it just kind of brings me a a very literal um, kingdom reign of Christ here on earth. uh, Before we have the new Jerusalem and new heavens and new earth that comes down and, and takes over and takes the place of this one. So you have this in-between period of a 1,000 years, this millennial kingdom period that Christ rules and reigns here on earth. So it's this time in-between here. And I just kind of see that here in-between um, right before Jesus goes up to the ascension, you know, for his ascension. So I just think that that's an interesting note here. There's a lot more to that, to Jesus appearing. Believe me, there's there's a lot more to that. I mean, this is also proof of... Who he was, his divinity. This was also to fulfill prophecies. This was also necessary for everything. But I think that's an interesting parallel there.
1: Absolutely. All right.
0: So going down to verse 24. One of the 12 disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin.
1: Which always kind of cracks me up because my brothers, they're five years younger than me and they're twins. And my one brother, the youngest one. They had people, they both worked the same job for a while, one year, like, over the holidays. And, you know, the one lady, remember, she'd always call him the twin. Oh Yeah, the twin, <laughs> and yeah. And he got so frustrated. He's like, I have a name. I'm not just the twin. So it always cracks me up when I see that with Thomas, nicknamed the twin. That was pretty funny. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, verse 25. Mm-hmm. Or no, when no, Thomas nicknamed the twin was not with the others when Jesus came. They told him, we have not seen the Lord. But he replied. I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands. Put my fingers in them and place my hand in the wound in his side. Eight days later, the disciples were together again. And this time, Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and look at my hands. Put your hand in the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe my Lord and my God. Thomas exclaimed. Then Jesus told him, you believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me.
1: Amen. That I think is a big one that we can. That's one of my favorite verses. And I don't, I don't
0: really, you know, have verses that are, I think my favorite very much, but, uh, that one I really do love. Um, and we, we take that for speaking directly to us, because that's exactly what Jesus is saying here. Saying, you believe because you've seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. Amen. And this is a lot of the verse that we kind of talked about in that in the rapid fire. Go, and, you know, we got into kind of like a little science discussion on it and stuff. And I'm like, in one of my arguments was I was like, you know, we can't always be trying to prove god at some point there just has to be a belief and acceptance to a lot of things and i think that this is part of it is i mean you you believing without seeing that's exactly what faith is and there's you know there's a lot that comes with it so on then we'll continue here on the last two verses where John lays out the whole purpose of this book. And it's interesting here because this is one thing that the, I've heard that the Catholics have have thrown back in our face. Um, this is one thing that even some different groups that, that have been out there have tried to twist some things in this. This is interesting because John says here, the disciples saw Jesus do other miraculous signs in additions to the one recorded in this book. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life by the power of his name. The, he did miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book. So yes, Jesus was on earth for this this three-year period of time that his ministry went over and he did many things and that's where a lot of inconsistencies that people perceive that the bibles that the bible has especially in between the gospels the gospels are not inconsistent and they do harmonize well you just have to be able to divide and understand them correctly it's another thing that you have to understand context in what they were doing and then the fact that jesus did the same thing probably many different times in in a couple different areas, he likely had one this one sermon, or this one. You know, he he was just like us. He was a regular teacher that he probably had certain key phrases that he always used. But we don't he have probably, a day by day
1: play by play right, for three years. You right, have everything exactly. He did
0: exactly. So one writer could be telling about a story that Jesus experienced in this town at this this point, and then you know, um, Mark could be referring to a different point in the same story. So that's where a lot of times it, it seemingly doesn't harmonize, but in reality it does. You just have to to peel it apart and look at it and you know, it it's not simple, it's all there. But um the other miraculous signs and things apparently are um you know, the there's been I've I've heard in my experience that this is where some of the apoc- the apocrypha book comes from, and and that kind of thing. And that's I can that's not further from the truth. It's just he's talking more so about all the things that Jesus did during his whole ministry. And I thought that's very very clear in that text. Uh, but and then the last um, he's writing an eyewitness account of somebody who saw this and I'm writing so you and I will believe that by believing in him we will have eternal life just by the power of his name so that was John's whole point is it's it's telling us it's like look this is real I've seen this I was there believe it there's reason for it this guy is who he says he was (laughs)
1: Absolutely. It's not just this, you know,
0: these are made up stories. These are actual eyewitness
1: accounts of events that happened.
0: So, all right. Well, um, we'll be back tomorrow with the last chapter of John. I don't know where we're going to go from here. I know um, our family went to Acts right after this. Acts is a very, very long book. I'm not sure. But we'll see where we're going to go after this. I know we'll definitely still stick with the daily Bible studies. Absolutely. I just don't know what daily
1: slash weekly Bible yeah, studies. If anybody
0: has any any specific requests of something that we should go over, I would be more than happy to take them. If not, we'll see what happens.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks.